Now, for the show that brings combat sports stories to life from the great state of Ohio, this is Forged in Ohio. Forged in Ohio is live for the first time in the show's history. As you likely know, my name is Jake Murrin, and I'm the show's host. Forged in Ohio has joined forces here today with Cage Thunder, one of the best MMA promotions in the state, and one that is not only well-known for being fighter-friendly, but one that is on a meteoric rise. That rise continues tomorrow night, Saturday, September 9th, at the Chaparral Center in Akron, Ohio. It's Cage Thunder 23, headlined by Andrew the Gavel Law and Julian Night Train Lane. And this is Forged in Ohio's Caged Thunder 23 Pro Weigh-In Show. If you're watching on Instagram or Facebook at Forged in Ohio, then I can't thank you enough for supporting the program. And if you're listening to the podcast afterward, then I hope you enjoy what this one-of-a-kind episode has to offer. And this is what you can expect. So fighters are weighing in right now. We'll be talking about Cage Thunder 23 all show long. I'll also be answering your questions live from social media. So if you're tuning in, drop those questions. So feel free to ask right away but the biggest part of today's show of course is that we'll be joined by all eight pro fighters competing tomorrow night immediately after they weigh in so like i said they're weighing in right now they're doing face-offs they're going to get their official interviews underway then they're going to come over here to the table and join us on forged in ohio i'm not sure of the order quite yet but here's the order of the pro bouts tomorrow night at cage thunder 23 so the main event obviously a big main event here, one of the biggest main events, if not the biggest main event in Cage Thunder history. It's Andrew the Gavel Law taking on Julian Night Train Lane. Two Ohio legends, really, and Andrew Law, he's coming off that four-year layoff. I'll talk to him about that. Why now was the time to return? He's 11-5 as a professional. That's a great record to have, and I'm really excited, as are a lot of fight fans here in Ohio, to see the return of Andrew Law. And what a better opponent for him to face in his return than Julian Night Train Lane. Not only is he a legend in Ohio MMA, but he's made himself known nationally as well. Of course, he's known for his appearance on The Ultimate Fighter in 2012 when he coined that let me bang bro phrase that everybody knows him by. But if you don't know him by that, then you certainly know him by the violence that he brings every single time he steps into the cage. Julian Lane is a killer, and we're expecting some chaos tomorrow night in what should be a very fun, very, very fun Cage Thunder 23 main event. So that is the main event. Julian Lane walking in right now. Again, they'll be weighing in. They'll be doing their official Cage Thunder interviews. Then they'll be coming over here, joining me on the table, joining me on the second mic for Forged in Ohio. So that's the main event. The main event is set. What about the co-main event? We have Brogan Endress from Route 250, also with Andrew Law, and he's taking on Miles Robinson. So Miles Robinson, you guys should be familiar with him from Forged in Ohio. He was on episode one and episode 23 of Forge in Ohio. I have a lot of respect for that man joining me on episode one when this show really was nothing. Gave me the chance to interview him and now look at where we are at, with Forge in Ohio and look at where he is in his professional career. He's 3-0. and In terms of having the most polished record on Cage Thunder 23, that might have to go to Miles Robinson having that 3-0 and record. He is undefeated. All three of his wins coming inside the distance being by knockout, so that is very exciting as well. And then he's fighting Brogan Endress, like I mentioned, a guy out of route 250 very exciting fighter a very well-balanced fighter he's going to bring the test to miles robinson and we're going to see which one of these fighters are going to take their career to the next level robinson 3-0 and just 2-1 very exciting co-main event on the docket for cage thunder 23 then the third fight on the pro card we have ko butler taking on william connor jr and let me tell you guys this fight just screams finish like if this fight reaches the scorecards i will be shocked you will likely be shocked as well i don't see how this fight reaches the scorecards these guys are always finishing their fights inside the distance again that's ko butler william connor jr in the second pro fight of the night that is going to be a very exciting one and then to open the pro card we have a very exciting guy making his pro debut the former caged thunder middleweight amateur champion turned pro walter say savan making his pro debut much anticipated like i said and he's welcoming in a guy from kentucky i'm excited to talk to david richardson today to really see what he's all about learn about his fighting style because this guy 
he is 1-0. He made his pro debut last May, looked very impressive in that decision win. But I, along with many of you guys watching and listening, may not be familiar with this guy from Kentucky. So we're going to talk about him, his fighting style, and the challenge ahead of him in Walter Say Savan. To open the pro card at Cage Thunder 23, it should be a very exciting first four fights for the pro card for Cage Thunder 23. And don't forget, fight fans, you can still be in attendance tomorrow night for Cage Thunder 23. Go to cagethundermma.com right now. That's cagethundermma.com to buy your tickets before they are gone. And if you can't make it in person, then click on the live pay-per-view tab on cagethundermma.com to purchase the event. You would be crazy to miss out on such a stacked local MMA card. I mentioned the four pro fights right there, and guys, there's there's so many more fights on this card. A lot of amateur fights, a lot of amateur debuts, which I know to a lot of people, these amateur debuts don't mean anything, but I know to a lot of other people, these amateur debuts mean a whole lot, because you don't know what to expect, and a lot can happen, and I'm checking out the live Instagram feed right now, Red Forest Studio. Thank you for the support, saying let's go, Miles Robinson, of course, the photographer down there in Columbus. Again, fighters making their weigh-ins, they'll do their official Cage Thunder MMA interviews, and then they'll come around the table and join me as well. A lot of exciting things going on around me, so you're going to want to stay tuned to these live uh, these live calls right now, these live chats, and go ahead and ask your questions. I will be answering them, as I mentioned, just waiting for these guys to get their official weigh-ins done, do their interviews, come over here, join me at the table, like I said. But let's go through some of the other fights on this Cage Thunder 23 card. Like I mentioned, it's a, it's a stacked card, especially locally here in Ohio. I mentioned the four pro fights, but let's dig into some of these amateur fights as well. The main event for the amateur side of things, the Cage Thunder vacant lightweight championship fight, and Devin Watkins is in this fight. And if you don't know Devin Watkins, he was on episode 42 of Forged in Ohio. He's a victory MMA product. And while he may not be a big talker, this guy talks with his fists. He talks with what he does inside the cage. He has a 4-2 amateur record, but all four of those wins are first-round knockouts. He's one of the most exciting Ohio amateur fighters. And when Randy Jarvis joined me on Fortune Ohio just a couple weeks ago, we talked about Devin Watkins, and we both agreed that he is a star in the making. I completely agree with that. And like I said, I just think he is one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting, Ohio amateur fighters. And he is just must-see TV every single time he competes. Now, who is he going to be staying across from in the cage? We have Mike LaFay from Clarion MMA in Pennsylvania. Sure, you might play the heel tomorrow night with uh, Devin Watkins being a local native, Victory MMA in North Canton, but LaFay, man, it's not going to be an easy fight out there for Devin Watkins. LaFay is 3-1. Three-and-one amateur record. All three of those wins have come via first-round submission. It's going to be Watkins' biggest test. And he gives him a very unique challenge with what he can do on the ground. He's a good grappler, good wrestler. And when he gets it to the ground, he finds those sneaky submissions. He always does. He's three-and-one, like I mentioned. Those three wins coming by first-round submission. So he's not going in there for a very long time. He's getting in there, getting the finish, and moving on. So my biggest question is what's going to happen, a Watkins knockout or LaFay submission? I think that's the best way of going about this, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Watkins KO, LaFay submission. Let me know what you guys think on that fight. Another amateur fight to keep an eye on, this one in the lightweight division. Jordan Tagu, hopefully I'm pronouncing that one right. He is a 2-0 amateur fighter representing Revolution Fight and Fitness. He has a first-round KO and a submission. And he's a wrestler out of Notre Dame College. So this one is actually a matchup between two college wrestlers. He's also the 12th-ranked active Ohio amateur lightweight in the state. So this guy definitely has some momentum behind him. I mentioned how he's a wrestler out of Notre Dame. Well, he's going to be fighting a wrestler from Cleveland State University and a fighter that represents Strong Style Fight Team. So we know Strong Style. We know what they're all about. We know that they are one of the most notable gyms in the state of Ohio. They produce great fighters after great fighters. And Nico, the flow odor, is one of them on the rise. He is a 3-0 amateur fighter, has one first-round knockout win alongside two decision victories. 
this is going to be a very fun fight. And we'll see who the better wrestler is. Is it going to be the wrestler out of Notre Dame College? Is it going to be the wrestler from Cleveland State University? You guys let me know in the live chat what you think it's going to be. Jordan Tagu versus Nico Odor, another amateur fight. All right, I have one more amateur fight to look at here on the Cage 123 card. The fight between Malcolm the Hitman Jackson, again, a guy you should be familiar with if you've listened to Forge in Ohio, and Matt Dugan. So Malcolm the Hitman Jackson, he was on episode four of Forge in Ohio. He has a 4-4 four and four amateur record, which might not be the cleanest amateur record out there, but... He's coming off of an impressive decision win at Cage Thunder 22. He reaches the judges' scorecards quite a bit, but his fights are always exciting. He stepped into this fight on short notice, but he's always game for a fight. He, of course, trains at Victory MMA as well. They, I mean, so many guys out of Victory MMA, they create product after product out of that gym that are just game for fights. Malcolm Hitman Jackson is certainly one of those guys, but he's, he has a tough test. It's going to be against Matt Dugan. Matt Dugan trains out of Sprawlin' and Brawlin' MMA. He's close to a featherweight title fight against Luke McMurtry after picking up his third straight submission win at Cage Thunder 21. And he's coming off a first-round submission loss to Jared Patterson, though, so a little taste of his own medicine out there. Dugan is usually the one used to winning by submission. Last time out, he got wrapped up in a submission himself in the very first round. But if you remember, like I just said, he was really close to a featherweight title fight against Luke McMurtry at Cage Thunder 21. He won his fight. It was his third straight submission. McMurtry even came into the cage afterwards and said, hey, you're not on my level. I've already beat you once. It was, I believe, Dugan's amateur debut that he beat him and said, hey, you're, I don't think you're going to get this title shot. Of course, they went in a different direction. Branson, the one price, came down a weight. He fought Luke McMurtry. McMurtry won that fight in a very close decision. But Matt Dugan is a guy that was just recently in the caged Thunder featherweight title picture. All right, so joining us now on Forge in Ohio on the live chat, it's one half of your Cage Thunder 23 main event. It is Andrew, the Gavel Law, representing Route 250 Martial Arts. Andrew, thanks for coming on the show. Here is your mic, so if you want to talk into that for us. Right on. So one of the big headlines heading into the main event is your four-year layoff. Yeah. I know you've been looking for a fight since April, but talk me through the decision to come back to the sport now when you did in 2023. Yeah, no, I mean, like... I started my own gym, so mm -hmm. like I, I spent a, like the last four years kind of just uh, training and coaching. I mean, I still train. I just had an active group of fighters, and it's like it was weird. My mentality didn't like shift from being a fighter, but like I got really into building these guys up. Which Brogan Endress is one of my dudes, and he's a co-main event. So it's it's like super cool that him and I are on the same card together, you mm -hmm. know. But um, yeah, I've been trying to fight since April. I just. Uh, it hasn't been like my priority, I guess. Right. And it's just like finally, I was like, you know what? If you're gonna fight, you need to just fight, man. So here, here we are fighting. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about Brogan because he's fighting Miles Robinson in the co-main event. Right. You're obviously in the main event. How special is that for you when you're building this gym after four years? You're headlining a card, and then you have a teammate right under you in the co-main event. Oh, that's awesome, man. Brogan's uh, Brogan's my little brother, dude. Like I've known him since he was six years old. Like we both done judo pretty much so all of our lives. Um, we wrestled for the same high school. We didn't, we didn't get to wrestle with each other in high school just because I'm older than he is. Mm. But then, uh, like, we worked together, too, as plumbers during, like, our day jobs, too. So, like, yeah, no, it's sweet fighting with my little brother, dude. Yeah, are you worried about the layoff at all? I know ring rust is a topic of conversation as well, but you've been involved in the gym, right? You've right. still been competing at the gym. Are you worried about anything like that coming into the main event? I, I think ring rust is only real if you believe it's real. I, I'm not somebody that believes in ring rust. This is this is my longest layoff, but I've had like a couple 14 month stints without fighting. You know, yeah. that's like no, dude. I, that's the last thing on my mind is is how I'm going to perform. I know how I'm going to perform. With guys from Route 250 competing for Cage Thunder at almost every single event, did you know that your return would be for this promotion? Uh, I didn't necessarily know that. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I am very grateful for the opportunity to fight at home and in front of all my, my friends and family. So I'm happy that it worked out the way that it did. There's going to be a lot of uh, Andrew Law supporters in the crowd tomorrow night? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about how you're feeling just 24 hours away from the fight. Are you excited to get back in there after the layoff? No, I feel a lot better now that I've had some pizza in my belly, yeah. man. But no, dude, I'm, I'm always excited for the opportunity to fight. I, I, 
I've done combat sports my entire life. So like, I, aside from a very few select other things, like this is largely what I know how to do. So I'm just looking forward to doing what, what I do, man. Are we going to see the, the best version of Andrew Law tomorrow night? I think you see the best version of Andrew Law every time that I've walked yeah. to the cage, and I don't think this is going to be any exception. Very exciting stuff in the Cage Thunder 23 main event. Again, joined by Andrew the Gavel Law here on Forge and Ohio's Cage Thunder 23 Pro Weigh-In Show. Is the cherry on top of your return your opponent, Julian Night Train Lane, who you were scheduled to fight over 10 years ago? Right, we were scheduled to fight. I mean, I don't really like look at individual opponents, but I, I, I like tough opponents and I like good opponents. So, I mean, yeah, so then fighting Julian is exactly that. So I, I'm looking forward to the mm. matchup. Do you think that your technique will outweigh the chaos that Lane brings to the cage every single time he competes? Obviously, guys are b very different stylistic fighters. Right. I mean, I don't know that I would say that I'm not chaotic, dude, because yeah. I step on the gas pedal and I go. I don't touch the brakes. So, I mean, I think, I think you'll get a fight, which is why you come to fights in the first place. And he's had a lot of experience lately in boxing and bare-knuckle fighting. How important is it for you to take this fight to the ground and implement your grappling and wrestling against Julian? It just matters that I show up and fight, man. I show up yeah. and fight to the best of my abilities. It's going to go the way that it's supposed to go. And what's your confidence level, like I said, just over 24 hours away from this big main event? I'm excited to fight, dude. I'm, yeah. al I'm always excited for this opportunity. So um, this, this is the same thing, dude. I'm excited to fight somebody. I'm excited. I think fight fans in Ohio are excited to watch this main event as well. I'm going to ask every single fighter I talked to today for a prediction, whether they give me one or not. So do you have one? And even if not, how do you see things playing out tomorrow night? Yeah, man, I don't make predictions because, yeah. like, I've – I've lost fights that I've won, dude. So, like, outcomes are they're fickle things, dude. Uh, I, I will show up tomorrow in shape and ready and willing to fight. All right, well, I can't wait for it. It was a pleasure talking to you, Andrew. I think I speak for many when I say that I couldn't be looking forward to your fight any more than I already am, and I wish you the best tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you. All right, thanks again, man. Thank Appreciate you. it. I'll see you tomorrow. Yep. All right, that was Andrew the Gavel Law, one half of your Cage Thunder 23 main event. Again, that fight goes down at 170 pounds at welterweight. And what an exciting fight. Like, he's talking about how he brings the chaos into the fight. And Julian Night Train Lane, he's known for bringing violence and chaos into every single fight. So this is going to be an insane main event. And guys, don't forget cage thunder 23 tomorrow night at the chaparral center in akron ohio to my surprise tickets are still available head over to cage thunder to buy your tickets while they last and don't forget you can also watch the pay-per-view from the comfort of your own home if you can't make it in person you can order this live event at cage thunder as well we have another fighter joining me today what's up what's up William Connor Jr., right? Yes, sir. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the show. Thanks right. for coming on here. Yes, Light heavyweight bout tomorrow night. How are you yeah. feeling? Feeling good, feeling good. Weight cut was real good and everything. Uh, this is my first uh, professional fight at light heavyweight, so I'm looking forward to making a good mark and good impression on our division. How are you feeling at 205 instead of having to cut even more weight than yeah. you're used to? Yeah, I'm used to fighting at uh, 185 middleweight. 205 has been a lot a lot easier so I can get into my power lifting, been training a lot more, not worried about the the diet and calorie counting, bro. Mm. That shit sucks. But other than that, man, like just having more energy, feeling bigger and stronger, I love it. Why is this fight at light heavyweight? Why the move to two oh five now? Um I don't like to say the old the O word too much, but I think I'm getting a little bit mature, so shedding the weight just takes a little bit out of me, and I feel sometimes a, a little drained going down there to 85, not as strong as I know that I can be or usually am. So then, you know, bump it up a weight class, see where my strength, and I know I'm going to maintain my speed and flexibility up there too. So. Yes, sir. So not only is this your first pro fight at 205, but it's also your first pro fight in the state of Ohio. Right. Why are you finally just now competing in Ohio? Man, I don't know. It's been a long road. Like, you know, I've only had six fights now, and it's just like, why haven't I had a pro fight in Ohio? Ohio needs to put <laughs> me on more shows. That's what it sounds like. Are you going to have a lot of family and friends in attendance tomorrow night since it is in your home state? 
Um, it's a little bit up north. I'm originally from Dayton, Huber Heights, Ohio. Okay. So any time that I could get a show, and the, this one's a little bit short of notice. I knew about it maybe about three, four weeks beforehand. But yeah, I mean, I'm an Ohio boy, just like uh, what our boy Burrow, even though he's not playing, uh, <laughs> he's not playing next uh, tomorrow. But I think he is, Joe Burrow. Is he? I think is he is playing. Yeah. Oh, they they cleared him. They cleared yeah. his calf. That's crazy. But that's cool. <laughs> Regardless, it shows how much I've been keeping up and working on this. Weight cuts. Yeah, you have a fight coming up. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Football's on Sunday. You're fighting fight. on Saturday, right? Right on, right on. Do you even remember the last time you fought in Ohio? Must last have been a while, right? I fought in Ohio was probably at least three years ago, I want to say. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last time I fought in Ohio. It's been a while. I've had so many fights. I stay fairly active with it because, I mean, I love the fight yeah. game. I'm a fighter's fighter. You know, they put a name or a person out in front of me, I'm going to fight them. I don't back down from nobody. Joined by William Tussle Connor Jr. on Forged Ohio's Cage Thunder 23 Pro weigh-in show. Being on a two-fight losing streak, how much pressure is there for you to go in there, pick up a win, and not suffer a third consecutive loss? Um, there is pressure. To say that there's not pressure would be uh, that would be a damn lie. Uh, but at the same time, like. I welcome the pressure. I welcome the challenge. Like it gives me something to look forward to, honestly. Like, cause what else am I gonna do? Keep losing? Like, you know, what I mean, I've been there. I need to get that feeling of winning back, getting myself back into a winning position, so I can get myself back even, back to 500, and then get improving mm -hmm. my record above him. Because I didn't come into the game to lose. I came in here with a mission in mind, and the goal and the dream is still in sight. So. And how prepared do you feel? I know you said you learned about this fight like three or four weeks ago. How yeah. prepared are you uh, heading into Cage Thunder 23? Um, one of my good friends and uh, old enemies, uh, <laughs> Dylan Booker, he always says uh, mm. he just got into the UFC on yeah. Tuesday, so could drive to him. But he always says stay ready so you don't have to get ready so that's just kind of how i just kind of stay ready and prepared for almost any body style um any type of uh, style like a wrestler i was always working on my wrestling and jiu-jitsu and then striking wise i'm working on my boxing and kickboxing i'm constantly trying to stay up to date keep my resume up to date stay involved as a fighter so this fight tomorrow night just screams a first or second round finish. Absolutely. How confident are you that you'll be able to put K.O. Butler away? Oh, I'm more than confident that I can put him away. I know what I can do with my hands, and once I really go in there and let go and show the side of me that everybody sees while I'm training in that cage, there's no, it's not going to be a problem. Are you guys going to feel each other out when you go out there, or is it going to be chaos right when the first round starts you guys go in there and then it's just a matter of time before somebody drops i don't know you know i mean i really don't think too too much about the either if i'm gonna feel this guy out or not or yeah. go in there you know guns blazing um i'm always a sniper i'm always looking for my shot seeing him my openings but if i get the notion that i need to go in here and blaze then that's exactly what i'll do so uh yeah, it could go either way. We could fill each other out or it could be 30 seconds and we're done. So, right. Yeah. Do you think this fight goes to the ground at all or is it going to be 30 seconds and we're done and it's going to be go uh, out on, on your feet? going more or less wherever I choose it to All right. To. Yeah, I like that answer. I like that answer. So this will be your fourth fight in 2023. You mentioned staying active. While Butler hasn't fought in over a year, how much of an advantage is that for you heading into tomorrow night? It's advantages and disadvantages. I've always, like I said, staying ready so you don't have to uh, be ready or be ready so you don't have to get ready. And, like, I mean, I don't necessarily have any ring rust. I know what I'm getting myself into. Like, there, I know that having that time off, there's guys who have the ring rust and, like, the stage kind of gets to them and this, that, and the other. But it's like, like you said, it's my fourth fight this year. I plan on maybe squeezing in one or two more, you know. Um, this is what I do, so there. I, I could see, yeah, the advantages being in my favor because I'm here. I do this on the regular. I train to fight every month. <laughs> I'm ready to fight every month, you know. So I don't know what he's been doing in that whole year. Maybe he's been in his bag. Maybe he's not. But <laughs> I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely in mind. So man, it's early September, and you still want to fight one or two more times after this one in 2023? Absolutely, yeah. Like right. I said, I'm a fighter's fighter. I'm active. I love this game, man. This is this is my sport. Um, 
<laughs> I guess inspired a lot by being a big anime nerd, love my Dragon Ball and right. shit like that. So, you know, my guy Goku, we fighting anytime we can. So, yeah, any opponent, anytime, anywhere. Do you use any of those anime elements in your in your fighting style or walkouts? I know, like, Israel Adesanya at the highest stage like he does. Do you, do you implement anything um, like that? A lot of the times, more or less in training versus okay. out. You know, I don't. I ain't too too flashy, but I am Hollywood. So there you go. Well, I'll leave you with this, man. When you envision how things will play out tomorrow night, what do you see happening? The way I see happening, um, head kick, first round victory. Head kick, first round victory. I can't wait for this fight, guys. And that's all I got for you, man. It was nice meeting you, and I can't wait to uh, see you compete tomorrow night. Yeah, I really appreciate the time here on Forge in Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, that is one half of your light heavyweight bout. That is William Tussle Connor Jr. He is competing against K.O. Butler, who should be coming around here shortly. I'll also be talking to K.O. Butler ahead of his fight against William Connor Jr. And, man, what a, what a character William Connor Jr. is. I mean, brought a lot of personality to the show here in just those couple minutes. First round kick. Head kick, knockout, is William Connor Jr.'s prediction. That's a pretty crazy one. I'll check the lives here to see if there are any questions. See, somebody saying Devin Watkins going to win the title. We'll see as a tough test ahead of him against Mike LeFay in the Cage Thunder amateur title fight. That's just going to be a great fight at lightweight. Devin Watkins, Mike LeFay, I talked about that fight a little bit earlier. Mike LeFay is 3-1. All three of his wins coming by first round submission. He's fighting Watkins, who has that 4-2 amateur record, but is one of the most exciting Ohio amateur fighters that you'll see. Very entertaining fighter. Brings violence to, with him to the cage. Has knockout power in both fists. And trust me, this is going to be a lightweight championship fight that you want to watch, and it's an amateur fight. So that's the last amateur fight you'll watch before we get to the pro fights. So I just interviewed William Connor Jr. Now I'm going to be joined by the other half of this light heavyweight bout. Joining me now on Forge in Ohio is K.O. Butler representing Apex Fight Systems. K.O., How you doing, welcome brother? to the show, man. Good How you doing? You, just weigh-ins go well? Everything okay? Yeah, man. I'm just glad to get some Pedialyte in me. Something <laughs> to eat. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the hard part, man. The fun is tomorrow, you yeah. know? Yeah, it was exactly so. I talked about this with your opponent as well. So all four of your pro fights have been at middleweight. Why the move to 205 for this one? Um, I just think it's the right move as far as my build is. You know, my age, get, uh, getting up, been around the game for a while. Um, I feel like I'm going to just keep on lifting, and I think 205 would be a good move. You yeah. know, I'm not I'm not completely done at 185. You know, I don't know when I'm going to go back down there, but 205, I feel it was a comfortable cut. And uh, I'll get back down to 85 when I can. I noticed that you're coming off a year-plus layoff. What was the reason for that gap between fights? Um, just just personal life, work. Yeah. Work got in the way, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is. It's just making sure home is right. And uh, I know one thing I'm, I'm going to do is come, come in this cage in shape if all else fails, you know, and they'll come down to our will. So I just want to make sure I was ready and I wanted to come back home. By tomorrow, it will be almost exactly two years since your last win in MMA. How hungry are you to get in there tomorrow night and get back in the win column? Um, I'm, I'm very hungry. You know, I've been in there with some killers, man. You know, I, I traveled down south and faced their guys and their hometowns. I, so I, I faced all that adversity and, and you know, it you know, came up short. But, you know, it was a learning experience and, you know, just wanted to make me as a competitor just get better and just be like, all right. I know what I can take and improve on, and now I'm glad to be back home, you know. Is that hunger to get a win all the motivation you need for this fight tomorrow night? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I've been competing for years, man, so it's just like you know what it takes. Get in there and do it. You know, you're back home now on stumping grounds. You know, put on a show, but get it done, you know. Expecting a big turnout. I know Apex Fight Systems. You have a lot of guys from Apex fight for every single Cage Thunder yeah. event. You're repping Apex for Cage Thunder 23. Expecting a lot of guys there for you in, in your uh, your home state. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the that that's gonna be uh, Apex uh, stumbling grounds. You know, <laughs> Akron and Canton, Ohio. That's 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 our that's our town, man. So you expect the turnout from a lot of our people. Yeah, your teammate, Norm Carrero, said recently on Rubber City Throwdown, he's standing right across the cameras right now, he said that he wants to see an aggressive K.O. Butler tomorrow night. Is that the K.O. Butler that fans can expect to see? 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Norm, and that's I love him to death, man. He's he's been one of my toughest critics too, even though he's doing it out of love. Yeah. He was a, he, every time every time I get out the cage, you win more. You'll win most of your fights if you're just more aggressive, dude. Just be more aggressive. That's all you got to do. I'm just like, all right, I got you. So this fight, I got to turn up. I I, I got to get my win, and no matter how, no matter the results. I got to leave it all in there, and I'll be satisfied if I leave it all in there, you know? Yeah, I can't wait for this one. And I was talking to your opponent, and I said to him, this fight, to me, screams a first or second round finish. I don't see how this fight goes to the judges' scorecards. And your longest fight in your professional career has gone 6 minutes and 26 seconds. Mm. How long does your fight last tomorrow night at Cage Thunder 23? Well... I'm not. I'm not Nostradamus. <laughs> I don't. I'm not big on predictions in MMA because I've been doing the sport so long. I've been around it so long that I know that the results can be unpredictable. But um, I'm going for the finish. You you can know that. And I'm sure he's coming too. But I'm going for the finish though, for sure. Yeah. How confident are you that this fight will end in some type of knockout? It's not going to see the judges' scorecards. It will end inside the distance. I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, because it, he likes to scrap, and I'm I'm coming. I need this, and I need I need to bring that old KO out. So I don't see it going the distance at all. I have to agree with you on that one. What do you think <laughs> of your opponent, William Connor Jr., and what he brings to the, the cage against you tomorrow night? I mean, everybody said it so far. He's kind of similar to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just likes to scrap. He's a af- he's athletic. He's an athlete like I am. Likes to scrap. This is a, f- a fan uh, a fight for the fans. You know what I mean? This is where fans should be on their feet until it's over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he uh, he's been in there with some. He I seen his resume. He's fought some tough people. So and he was he was game. You know what I mean? He came up short too, but he was game. It's a great matchup. Scott Corbin did his thing on this one. You know, like he always does. And. Uh, this one, the fans should—they uh, don't—they don't need to blink. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that one too. I know you said you're not one for predictions, but I interviewed William Connor Jr., your opponent, and he, and he did give me a prediction. Do you want to hear it or do you want to hold off? Go ahead, give it to me. William Connor Jr. said first round head kick knockout. Uh, what do you think of that? I don't see it, <laughs> uh, but I, I will be going for the finish. Yeah. So, uh, tune in. This should be fun. All right, man, I can't wait. Thanks for joining me for a few minutes after weigh-ins. Good luck tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to this, this scrap tomorrow night at Cage Thunder 23, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me, man. Yep. All right, that was the second half, as his, his uh, head coach over there is saying with the elbow. <laughs> Saw that there. <laughs> this is a light heavyweight bout here for Cage Thunder 23, the second pro fight on the card. That was K.O. Butler representing Apex Fight Systems. I interviewed William Tussle Connor Jr., his opponent, a couple minutes ago. William Conner Jr. seems confident in a first-round head kick knockout. KO Butler saying no, that is not going to happen, but this fight is going to be a scrap. This fight is likely going to end in the very first round. And now I'm honored to be joined by a familiar face if you're a fan of Forged in Ohio. It is the promoter of this great promotion himself of Cage Thunder, Randy Jarvis. Randy. Nice to see you again, and uh, thanks for coming on for a couple minutes, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Jake, good to see you again, man. So you did a great job of promoting Cage Thunder and the events when you were on Forge in Ohio, but something I didn't ask was your personal excitement for these cards as a fight fan that I'm sure you are as well. Tomorrow is one of the best cards on paper that you guys have put together. How excited are you for Cage Thunder 23? Very excited. Um, you know, sometimes when you have good fights on paper, they don't necessarily turn out to be the greatest fights. So, you know... I'll reserve that for, you know, at 11, 11 o'clock tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, you know, just sitting here talking with Julian and Andrew, um, I can't think of a better pro fight that has happened in the state of Ohio for three to four years. Um, you know, I, you know we, the UFC came into town with Stipe, but uh, this, this is, you know, this is a highly anticipated matchup, well overdue, and I think the fans are excited, along with uh, several other pro fights that we're having. I think... Um, People are excited. I know people here in the Akron area are, are extremely excited to see Kale Butler make his comeback. I've been getting a lot of uh, lot of phone calls and excitement uh, for him. And yeah, man, uh, everyone is is here. Everyone's checked into the hotel. The flights have come in, and the hotels are good, and we're, we're ready to go. Yeah, and you're mentioning the magnitude of this main event: Andrew Law, Julian Lane. Safe to say, the biggest main event in Cage Thunder's history. Oh, violent. Yeah. yeah. This is, you know, this is, I think, uh, just what, we, what we're going to expect from here on out. I think we're just going to keep getting these big names, and we're going to keep using these same guys that we have and just continue to 
get better and better and better. Talk to me about how this main event was even put together and how you got such high-profile names to compete for you guys at KH Thunder 23. So it, was, it wasn't easy. Uh, it was a lot of hard work, a lot of stress. Um, Julian was a name that was mentioned early, and to be honest with you, I just thought there was no chance that we could, we could attract uh, a fighter of his magnitude. And from a financial standpoint, I, just, I didn't even want to waste this time, so I didn't even reach out to him. Um, oh, wow. I, and when we talked later down the road, I told him that exact story. I said, look, man, I, I honestly didn't want to waste your time uh, with what we can do as a promotion, with having the show at the Chaparral, being a thousand-seat venue. But he gave me the time, and we were able to, to come to an agreement, and here we are. Yeah, here we are, just over 24 hours away from Cage Thunder 23. And do you think, like the, this main event, do you think the winner and perhaps even the loser as well, but the winner of the main event could even fight for Cage Thunder again down the line? Yeah, I think the winner of the main event, uh, the goal would be uh, to have the winner be the main event for the December 16th show. Yeah, and of course that's Cage Thunder 24 at the Canton Civic Center, and that would be a huge scene. It seems like you guys are topping yourself card after card. Cage Thunder 23, biggest main event in the show's history. And then Cage Thunder 24, if you're having the winner of the main event here, compete in the main event in that card, but also doing it at the Canton Civic Center. That's a huge venue. Yeah, I think I think the goal for us is just to get 10% better with every show, yeah. whether it be the food that we serve at the pro weigh-ins or, you know, uh, things that you know add to the production of the show so we're just trying to get a little bit better and, and invest and in, you know to, to grow this thing where you know what we deserve the what the what we think the fighters deserve you know they deserve the stage like this do you think this card cage thunder 23 could have been a canton civic center because i know like there's so much hype around this fight card i feel like it almost could sell out the canton civic center well yeah so you have four pro fights tonight. We would like to have at least eight pro fights at the Canton, uh, at the Canton Civic Center. Mm -hmm. um, we have one title amateur fight, but ideally, when we when we line up this card for the Civic Center, the amateur side of the card is going to be loaded with the top talent in the state. With back to this main event for Cage Thunder 23, I got the chance to talk to Andrew Law just a couple minutes ago. I have yet to talk to Julian Lane, but obviously Julian Lane is known for his chaotic fighting style and bringing violence to the cage, sure. right? Well, Andrew Law came on and he said, "Man, I'm about chaos too. I put on the gas pedal every single time I go in there, really just amping up the main event." And I feel like it's kind of unpredictable what we're gonna see. Andrew Law coming off the four-year layoff, Julian Lane making a return to MMA after he's gone bare-knuckle boxing for a couple years. What are you expecting out of this type of main event here? I just feel like it's so unpredictable. Yeah. Well, they, they both look great. You know, they're both 34, 35 respectively. They both look phenomenal. Um, well, I expect Julian to try to put Andrew away quick. I think he's going to try to put the pressure on him. Um, you know, you can never resemble, you, can, you can't reenact the power and the chaos so to speak is what yeah. you're going to get in that opening 30 seconds to a minute of the round um so i, I think if andrew can weather the storm and and, and and get it to the ground and do his thing i think you know that's where he's going to have his success and but we all know julian is a you know a veteran fighter um and he's experienced everywhere um I know they have put a ton of work into this, especially Andrew. He, you know, this has been a this has been a long, long training camp for him. Mm. Let's just say, and he is uh, he is ready to perform, and uh, we're excited for it. One thing that stands out to me is the variety of Cage Thunder 23 tomorrow night. You have a potentially chaotic main event in store, but two guys ready to get to the next level in the co-main, a much-anticipated pro debut against a guy from Kentucky, and then two dangerous guys coming off losses. And that's just the pro side of things. You have to be happy with how this card turned out, right? Yeah, I, I you know, when we talked earlier in the earlier podcast uh, mm -hmm. this summer, we talk about fights falling off and, and things like that. It's always a good sign when the first four uh, weigh-ins of, uh, of the show are all good. That's not to say that we're not going to lose fights tomorrow uh, with the amateur side of things, but to have 17 fights uh, lined up is, you know, I have to give all the credit to my matchmaker, Scott Corbin. I mean, he's the one that is cracking these guys down, uh, making sure they're taking care of everything, and to the state with being patient with us. You know, they're always mm -hmm. extremely patient, and uh, they're, they're, they're trying to, to do everything they can to make the, 
Ohio MMA as good as it can be. This is Forge in Ohio's Cage Thunder 23 Pro weigh-in show, but what about the amateur fights? You have a great title fight on the docket and some other great matchups as well. Yeah, I mean, we got Devin Watkins against Mike LaFay, which, you know, you talk about Andrew Law and Julian Lane, well, you got similar a similar amateur title. You got a guy that can, that can strike, who's also a, a, a big-time wrestler against a guy that is, you know, primarily a, ground, a, a great wrestler with very good jiu-jitsu. So... Uh, it's going to be one of those things is, you know, can Mike hold up to the power of Devin and weather that storm and settle in and get the, get the fight to the ground or, you know, will he get starched early? It's, we're going to find out here, you know, in about 24 hours. So. Yeah, I said it before on the podcast. I think it's Watkins by KO or LaFay by submission, whichever happens first. Maybe Watkins can stall the takedowns, and maybe this goes through the decision, but I really do see this amateur title fight ending inside the distance. You kind of mentioned earlier being 10% better every single card, and I've been telling my fans it's never been a better time to be a fan of Forge in Ohio, but what about Cage Thunder? It sounds like there's never been a better time to be a fan of what you guys are doing on the promotion side of things. Yeah, definitely. Um you know, things are moving forward. Uh, you know, dates have been set for, for 2024. And, uh, you know, we're, we're planning a show in the future for uh, Millersburg. Uh, Lucas Mass is hometown. Uh, you have Garrett Hirschberger, who's also down from that Sugar Creek area. Along with uh, uh, several fighters that, you know, come from the south that, you know, drive up to Akron an hour away. So we kind of wanted to bring the show to a little closer to them and we have a, a great facility down there that we can't wait to to show and reveal to everyone it, it, it's an amazing place and it's gonna it's gonna be electric so yeah i can't wait for that canton civic center show in december can you give us one final hard sell as to why fight fans should buy the remaining tickets to see this card live or buy the pay-per-view at cage.mma.com well unfortunately the tickets are sold out all right so please you know buy the pay-per-view uh this is going to be a, a, a great show if if you have followed ohio mma in the last 15 years this is a this is a, a car that you don't want to miss all right well thanks randy for joining us for a couple minutes here on forge in ohio's pro weigh-in show for cage Thunder 23 i know it's going to be a great event it's a great event on paper but like you said sometimes they don't come to fruition when the fights actually happen i feel like this one absolutely will and i can't wait for tomorrow's action i think so thanks Jake. all thanks, right randy. thank you yep. appreciate the time that was the promoter of cage thunder himself randy jarvis uh, a guy that was joined me on forge in ohio a couple months ago and Guys, very exciting stuff as I am now going to be joined by a couple more fighters. A couple more fighters competing on this pro card have yet to join me here on Forged in Ohio. And coming up next, a guy that you should all be familiar with if you're a Forged in Ohio fan. He was the first ever guest on Forged in Ohio. He also came on episode 23. It's Miles Robinson. Miles, how are you doing, man? Doing good. Yo, I'm Young Chocolatey. Miles has left the building. <laughs> I, I will go by such. I'll be called by such, except for in, in the cage. In the streets, I'm Young Chocolatey. Are you still going by the Hershey nickname? I, f I heard that you dropped it. What's going on with that? I dropped it uh, okay. because if everything goes according to plan, I'm going to be Black McGregor. And the more famous I get, I don't want anybody suing me for like names mm. and anything. I see. So if you're going to call me something, call me Young Chocolatey. <laughs> What, have you thought of making the Don't Melt your nickname? Or is that your business and you kind of want to separate yeah, the two? Yeah, I want to keep the, the business a little separate. Sure. Yeah, it sounds cool, but I want to keep that a little, little, little separate, for, at least for right now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if I have to because people start calling me. If the people call me Don't Melt, <laughs> I'll be Don't Melt as long as you put money in my pocket. Is the revamp going well with uh, Don't Melt? The revamp's going awesome, yeah. yeah. I'm really proud of myself in doing that. You yeah, know those designs look sick, that's Appreciate for sure. It. I was excited when I saw that you were fighting for Cage Thunder, knowing it was in my backyard of Akron, Ohio. For you, though, how exciting is it to fight in your home state for the first time in over two years? It's pretty cool. I got um, a lot of family that haven't been able to uh, come check out my fights are able to come see me able to fight with friends there like Walt's going to be on on the card making his pro debut. I haven't been able to fight on a card with a teammate in since Nam it feels like <laughs> but it uh, feels pretty cool. It feels like I'm in a comfortable familiar place. Um, I've fought on five different iterations of this promotion so a lot of people in the background that I haven't seen in a couple years so it's cool to uh, come back around and have like a full circle moment. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about competing alongside your teammate, Walter. He's opening the pro card tomorrow night. Have you guys fueled each other heading into Cage Thunder 23? Man, me and Walt have been fighting for, <laughs> it feels like, the past month. And when I tell you he's about to put a show on tomorrow, dog, this man's the truth. Like, yeah. he's, he's the truth. Like, if y'all think I'm somebody, and I'm good. Wait till y'all see what Walt go out there and do tomorrow. Competing in Ohio, could this be your last time fighting in Ohio? At least for now, maybe in the future you do. But, like, if you win this one, you're 4-0. Big stage could be right around the corner. I don't want to look ahead of this uh, ahead of this opponent tomorrow, so everything is fueled towards that. But everything goes according to plan. Somebody got to give me a call at some point. Like, I'm, I'm destined for great things. Let me say that. Yeah, we saw Dylan Budka get the contract on Tuesday. I feel like you're the next guy out of Ohio right there, right? All my boys are getting the call. <laughs> the Ohio boys are on our way. So everybody that trained with Miles is getting the call. Some, so, and they all got my number. So somebody asked them for my number. And Dana, PFL, whoever, call me. Yeah, let's get Miles Robinson on the big show. Since we last talked, you took a trip to Extreme Couture, right? Took two trips uh, this camp, the beginning of camp. I was supposed to have a fight a little bit earlier than I thought I was going to. Uh, so I went out there for that. Um, and then in the middle of this camp, I went back out for another week. Um, Lance Palmer is a, a friend of mine. I trained train alongside of him. Um, he was out there for his fight out in Russia. So I went out there for a week to uh, see him off before he went. Um, Got some good looks, got to see what the next level is. Obviously, I trained with Matt Brown and a couple of guys that are in the UFC and everything. Mm -hmm. But to be in, in an environment full of people, um, was going to go ahead and see what that looks like and get, those, get that experience real quick. Yeah, and with that experience at Extreme Couture, along with what you're doing here in Ohio at Immortal, at Strong Style, how prepared do you feel for tomorrow night? I feel really prepared. I, I feel... Over the past couple of fights, I've had um, I had to get used to being calm. I used to get real nervous and everything before my fights. Me and Matt had a good conversation. Matt Brown uh, had a good conversation. That's a name drop. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> had a good conversation. That's like two name drops. We should get like a counter or something because yeah. no, I'm, I'm all about name drops. Yeah. I'll name drop them myself. Hell yeah, Mark Coleman. Boom, yeah. another one. Boom, another one. That's three <laughs> on the board. Um, but we were having a conversation the other day, and I was talking about how I feel like I've gone from an athlete or a fighter to an actual martial artist. I feel like the, the, the fight is me being able to show what I've been working on and what the real journey is, is the in-between time. If I'm not taking the steps of actually improving going into this and just wanting to show the fruits of my labor, I'm doing myself a disservice. Like mm -hmm. The work is what I get to show. And if I'm not putting that work in, there's no real point to this, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I feel well prepared and I'm happy with my preparation this camp. Result aside, I know what I've done and I'm happy with the work I put in this camp. Talking with Miles Robinson on Forge in Ohio's Cage Thunder 23 Pro Weigh-In Show. What do you think of uh, Brogan, your opponent for tomorrow night? feel like it's going to be my toughest opponent yet. Um, I feel that way about every opponent, every my opponent I face. In my brain, I turn them into Superman. Uh, he looks scary. He's got a red mohawk that's different. Uh, tall, long guy. I fought a couple of tall, long guys, but he's got an interesting skill set that I feel is going to be real interesting to have to maneuver and put that mm -hmm. puzzle together. Um, Real, real excited. He seems like a real nice, respectable guy. So look forward to getting in there and sharing the cage with him and seeing who the better man is and see who's put whose progress is, is farther along at this point. Yeah, he's 2-1, and one, and both his wins have come by decision. And you you're obviously have that 100% finish rate as a 3-0 yeah. pro. Do you think this fight will go long? We'll see. We'll see? Okay. We'll see. Over under your fight against Tom Kaiser. We'll see. For those that don't know, that was a 37-second round Yeah, one that's KO. a lot of pressure to put on myself. Okay. 37 seconds was <laughs> tough. I didn't even mean to do that. That was an accident. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go out there planning to knock the people mm -hmm. out. It's like, oops. And then yeah, they just go down. Yeah, and they just, they just go down. Yeah. For people watching or listening that have heard you on Forge in Ohio before, do you have your post-fight cheeseburger plan yet? Yes, I have my post-fight cheeseburger plan. Again, check out Hadley's on 4th Street. <laughs> come see you, you know what I'm saying? Is it a cheeseburger again, or is it maybe yeah, a different food? That's no, it's, it's going to be a – well, I am – listen, I want a pizza 
so bad. And I know they had pizza at the weigh-ins, but pizza after weigh-in, right before you fight, is kind of crazy. Sure. In in my opinion, do you? But after the fight, I'm gonna hit up Euro Gyro on Exchange Street. Yes, sir. Been there many Open times. Open till two thirty. So if you want to come have a drink with me after the fight, holla at me. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go get me a little Stromboli. That's a little reminiscent of my old amateur days when I used to fight for this. Used to be, I believe, explosive fight promotions at some point in time before it remixed itself. Mm-hmm. I used to, after every fight, used to go to Euro Gyro and get one. And actually, this is actually a, really a full circle moment. The last time I fought in uh, the Chaparral's uh, Chaparral's Chaparral Center, yeah, yeah, Chaparral Center was my amateur fight against Josh Frim and. After that fight, I still went to Euro Gyro. I got my ass kicked by that guy. But I went to uh, Euro Gyro, and I ate the same Stromboli I ate after all my victories, but I was sad. So hopefully I get to double back, redeem myself from that fight last time I was there, and get to go back to Euro Gyro and have a happy Stromboli after. All right, sounds good, man. On a serious note to end things, how do you see your fight playing out tomorrow night? My hand being raised. And being raised, love to hear, man. It was great catching back up with you, yeah, Miles. I'm you. excited to watch you fight live for the first time tomorrow night, and best of luck to you, man. Oh, yes. Nice talking to you. Check this guy out. Best podcast in the world. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Seeing, Thanks man. so much. Yes, sir. And let's get his teammate over here next, Miles Robinson, taking on Brogan Endress in the co-main event of Cage Thunder 23. I believe one more fighter is going to join me here on the show. Have Alex Henry coming over. What's up? Cage Thunder 23, pop out, tickets are sold out. Get the pay-per-view right now. Fortune, Ohio, best podcast in the world. All right, next up we have a middleweight bout opening the pro card and making his much-anticipated pro debut. It's Walter Scotty Cy Savane. Am I pronouncing the name my right? man, you got it good, bro. All right, thank I you, like man. like that. That's what I'm thank talking you. about. Thank you, Walter. You're on so my good side already. <laughs> sounds good, man. So you were the Cage Thunder 16, or at Cage Thunder 16, you won the Cage Thunder Middleweight Championship. Now you're here making your pro debut. Is it special that you're coming back here to Cage Thunder to make that pro debut? Dude, shout out to Cage Thunder, man. Shout out to everybody um, that's part of the staff, that's part of the organization, administration. Cage Thunder has been showing me love since my amateur debut, and now they're showing me love on my pro debut. So um, my first time actually fighting for Case Thunder was Case Thunder 4, July 28th, mm. 2018. And these guys have been rocking with me ever since. Last year they asked me if, that, if I'd be coming back to defend my belt. I told them whether I was staying an amateur or whether I was going pro, they'd be seeing me again and I'm right back. Here you are, 4K, so under 23. How does it feel weighing in the day before your fight now as a pro as opposed to those same, those same day weigh-ins that every fighter I've talked to have always complained about? God, <laughs> I've seen what you do for others, and now he did it for me. Dude, it's just, it just feels so much better just, you know, having that time to rehydrate, you know what I'm yeah. saying? At least go back and gather your thoughts, kind of get some really good sleep, you know, and um, – just really get back in game plan, you know, and just kind of be as close to normal as you possibly can, as you possibly can, you know. Um, it's it's really different when you have to cut weight the same day, and you have to fight that night. Mm-hmm. You know, you it, sometimes you could put maybe like ten pounds on, but you might feel lightheaded. You take a you take a pretty mean shot. You'll feel it more than you know if you uh, had more weight on you. You know. So, yeah, it feels better just with more weight, I would assume. Why haven't you fought or made that pro debut sooner? I know that your last amateur fight was in August of 2022. Man, one thing about our team, one thing about our gym, is they're very methodical about everything, right? I'm a guy who likes to get in there and scrap. Like, if I could fight once a month, that's my goal, you know? I've been fighting with my team, my coaches, to get me somewhere and – if I have a small injury, if anything happens, I'm Muslim. So if Ramadan comes up, any small thing, they're like, ah, nope. Camp has to be seamless, perfect, and then we'll take the pro fight because everybody always says the first one is the most important one. Obviously, every fight is the most important one, but for some reason, they've been emphasizing the very first pro fight. So. 
I am a fighter. I think I know best, but that's what I have coaches for, mm-hmm. and I just have to kind of respect what they say, you know? And that gym being strong style, how well prepared do you feel heading into this fight tomorrow? Dog, um, I've been nervous that I haven't been as nervous as usual. You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? But just because it's like we've been preparing and just been going through the grind. Um, you just had Miles Robinson up. Mm-hmm. Shout out, don't, me- uh, don't melt. You know, chocolate don't melt. That's, that's what we're not going to do. You know what I'm saying? We're going to... We're going to stay solid through all three rounds, all five rounds, all 15 minutes, 25 minutes, however long it is. We ain't going to milk. But um, just having people like that in my corner, Alexa Cameron, um, A.J. Dobson, obviously we got Steve Bay. We got a lot of guys. Um, and not only do those guys give me good looks, but just picking their brains, the advice that they give me, um, it's pretty solid. Yeah. You know, so – that kind of goes into the preparation. It's not always about the mind. I mean, it's not always about the body. It's very more so about the mind as well. Yeah, you mentioned Miles Robinson. You're competing alongside your teammate tomorrow night. What's it been like preparing for war with a teammate and getting to to, uh, compete with him on the same night? Scary. (laughs) Scary hours, man. That boy is a beast. Shit. You actually, uh, you get in there and you spar with him and you kind of understand, like, I see why you knock motherfuckers out. Like, I can, I see it, you know? Like, he's swinging shit at me, and I'm like, bro, that bitch was going <laughs> to knock me out. If we, didn't have on, if we didn't have on headgear and protective shit, if I didn't see it coming, like, yeah, I would have got put down. But um, going with my teammate like that and then, you know, coming out here and competing alongside of him, it's just, it just gives me so much more fire. It makes me want to start the show off with a bang, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I know him coming behind me, he's a heavy hitter, and he's going to come put on the show. So it's really putting the pressure on me. Like, I'm up first. I'm little bro. I'm I'm little dog. I need to make my name on this stage, especially now that it's my pro debut. Um, there has been some eyes on me. Um, so the expectations are high, and um, I'm aiming to deliver tomorrow for sure. Yeah. Joined by Walter Cy Savane on Forge in Ohio's Cage Thunder 23 Pro weigh-in show. You mentioned trying to make a statement in your, your first pro fight. Is it weird that that impressive amateur record and title win are almost thrown out the window and now you're sitting here as an O&O pro? Hey, man, that's okay. Um, it's like a phoenix, man. It's just time to start over, but uh, I'm reborn again. I'm better, you know. I'm better than the last guy that you guys saw, and I'm, I'm just ready to show that. It's not about my last performance. It's always about my next performance. We don't dwell on the past. We look, uh, we, we, we live in the present, and then when we complete what we're here to do, we aim towards the future. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, I'm not mad about that. I still accomplished it. You know, at the end of the day, it's something that I can talk to my kids about and tell them, like, hey, this is what it takes to achieve these certain goals, you know. Um, but we're we're moving on right now you know uh, we're moving on to bigger and better things so yeah something that sticks out in each one of your your fights is your size you're six inches taller than your opponent david richardson tomorrow oh, do you think your size is going to come into play tomorrow night it has to yeah have you seen the arms on that guy dude <laughs> he's a big mulky guy bro what the fuck yeah. like where do where the fuck did they find this motherfucker at kentucky like, god damn yeah. it bro they this dude eats boulders <laughs> For breakfast, bro. Like, this dude eats rocks, bro. But um, I'm just going to use yeah, all my physical attributes to my advantage. Um, it's not on me, only me physically. Um, I have a lot more things to offer. Um, I, I feel like I have a strong mind. I feel like uh, I'm pretty sharp in a lot of areas as mm. well. Um, and I feel like I have good field vision, too. So... You know, we'll see. But I think that's the advantage I have against most of my opponents. Even if I fight somebody that has a similar size or a similar build to me, I I think those other things outside of my physical attributes will give me that competitive edge. Your last four fights were all decided by decision. Do you think your pro debut reaches the scorecards, or are you looking to get this one done inside the distance? Shit, I hope not. (laughs) I'm tired of giving that shit up to the judges, man. But, no, honestly, um, I think I had to – just take a step back and um, kind of understand the fight game. I think when I first hopped on the scene, I was just more fighting. I'm like a dog. You just my my uh, my motto back in the day was like uh, 
let that dog off the leash. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always coming hunting for a knockout. But um, I think uh, when I when I suffered my first loss, the way that I lost, I just couldn't understand. I just couldn't wrap my head around like how was it even possible to lose that way? How could a guy walk away feeling like he won a fight like that? And I just vowed to never lose a fight in any way or fashion ever. So whether it goes to the scorecards or whether it comes out comes by way of finish, the victory is the main goal, and that's the number one thing that we want to leave with. All right, man. To wrap up, I want three <clears throat> predictions from you. First, your fight, Walter Sysavain against David Richardson. How do you see it going down? I got that dog in me, man. It's gonna it's it's gonna be a war, but uh, my hands gonna get raised by any means necessary. And number two, your 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 teammate Miles Robinson taking on Brogan Endress in the co-main event. He didn't want to uh, bet on himself, but he gets it done first round. And then last one, just selfishly, you're you're at strong style. Steep Ace fighting John Jones in November. How do you see that going? That one going down. Steep Ace, steep, steep, steep. Oh Ace, come on, man. Hey, oh baby. Steep, okay, my guy. Steep Ace getting that shit done though. He's training super hard, and Steep Ace for somebody at his age, like we all want to be at that level at that age, man. He is a specimen that only guys like LeBron James and Floyd Mayweather are ever able to get to. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I can't wait for that fight. I can't wait for your fight and Miles' fight tomorrow at Cage Thunder 23. It's going to be a fun night of fights. Go buy the pay-per-view at cagethundermma.com to see this man make his much-anticipated debut. It all goes down tomorrow. Thanks for joining me for a couple of minutes right, after weigh-ins, man. Thank you so much, bro. Of course. Thanks Appreciate you. Me. Heck yeah. And that will do it for Forge in Ohio's Cage Thunder 23 Pro Weigh-In Show and the first ever live show in the program's history. It's an understatement to say that I had fun doing this and I hope you enjoyed it tuning in. Again, whether it was on Instagram or Facebook Live or if you're listening after the conclusion of the weigh-ins, then I can't thank you enough for the support. If you liked what you listened to, then don't forget to check out the show on social media at Forged in Ohio and to support the show wherever you listen to podcasts as well thank you all for tuning in to this one-of-a-kind edition of forge in ohio and more importantly i hope you all enjoy the fights tomorrow night at the chaparral center in akron ohio for cage thunder 23